What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Marketing Nomad Show. It's your favorite marketer and podcast host, Prit. Alrighty, guys, today we've got episode number 41 for you, and it is how to get started on your Instagram strategy. So, you know, kind of talking a little bit about what you can expect from this episode. In this episode, I'm going to tell you number one, you know, starting at zero, what are your steps to actually figure out whether first you need to be on Instagram or not, and then slowly to kind of get that foundation of being on Instagram for your business. I know that it can be a little challenging and especially when you're figuring out your Instagram strategy, it can get a little bit daunting. And if you're hearing everyone saying, well, you know, you don't have an Instagram strategy or you don't have a plan yet. And then you kind of get freaked out about all of that. Well, this episode is going to calm you down because you're going to realize that even though you probably did not call it an Instagram strategy, I'm pretty sure it was. And you're going to learn how to fine tune that Instagram strategy so that you can grow and you can maximize your ability to make sales on Instagram. All right. So before we get into today's episode, for those of you who are new, welcome, welcome, welcome. Let me first introduce myself. I am the marketing nomad. My name is Prit. I am a marketing strategist, entrepreneur, business owner, post-it lover. I'm also insanely obsessed with dogs. Okay. Yes. So that was a very short introduction. As you guys can make up, this is completely unscripted. But, you know, I kind of like seeing how I describe myself every single day. It's definitely different because, well, I, like I said, this is unscripted, but it's also a really nice and insightful way for me to dig up more things about myself. So I definitely enjoy um, describing myself every day. Alrighty, that was a little bit of a long introduction. So let's get into today's episode. For those of you who are new, I do offer one-on-one marketing strategy consultations at the moment. All of that is in the description box below. I also do offer Instagram audits. So if you are interested to scale your business on Instagram or you're looking to fine tune your Instagram strategy, I'm going to put those in the description box below. All right, guys, let's get into today's episode. So now the first step basically that you need to do is you need to figure out whether Instagram is for you or not. Okay, and you have to be pretty strict with yourself because you don't want to go six months down the line figuring out Instagram and then you realize that it wasn't meant for your business because Instagram may or may not be meant for your business. I know that everybody kind of says, well, you can make it work. There are a lot of factors that go into it and I don't necessarily agree with the fact that you can make it work. Okay, you have to first understand where your particular audience is. If you are dealing with an audience that prefers Facebook over Instagram or prefers Pinterest over Instagram or even LinkedIn over Instagram, then by you trying to be on Instagram, it's just going to be a waste of your time. You might as well focus on the platform that your audience actually resonates with and are more comfortable with. Okay. So I guess the first step for you to figure out when you are kind of starting out your Instagram strategy is to figure out where exactly is your audience. Now, if you feel at this point that yes, Prit, my audience is on Instagram. Yes, they follow a lot of businesses and stuff like that. 
then I would say that's your green signal for you to go ahead with choosing Instagram, okay? But at this point, if you look at me and you know you feel that your audience is probably more receptive on Facebook, then I would highly recommend sticking to Facebook and not exactly focusing on Instagram at the moment, okay? So I guess you have to be honest with yourself because otherwise it's just gonna be such a waste of time for you, right? And we don't really want that. So first step is to be honest with yourself. Where exactly is your audience? You don't have to follow the latest trends just because every single business is on Instagram does not mean you have to be as well, okay? It just is all about what works for your business. Number two is something that I also kind of explain to my one-on-one clients as well, and that is to set your goal for Instagram. Now, there can be multiple goals that you can set, but I've kind of narrowed this down, and guys, this is my framework. Uh, It is very unique to me, and I don't think you're going to see this anywhere. So you can break down your purpose of Instagram, your Instagram account, of course, into four different categories. The first one is brand awareness. If you are using Instagram for brand awareness, it would just mean that the content that you're putting out is not to kind of gain clients. It's just for your brand to be more aware and for more people to be aware of your brand. So the content that you put for brand awareness is actually going to be very different from the content that you put for the other buckets, which I'm going to talk to you a little bit right now. The next bucket is the educate bucket, which means whatever content that you are putting out there is solely going to be focused around educating your audience and more so to position you as the authority in your field. And once you are seen as the authority in your field, it becomes that much more easier for you to gain clients, okay? For you to kind of gain their trust and of course for them choosing you when they need your product or service. The third bucket is called nurture, which means you are basically establishing a connection. You are establishing a relationship with your potential clients, your followers, or even yes, your existing clients as well. So that is nurture for you. The kind of content that you're putting out for nurture will be focused on relationship building. Then the last bucket that I do have for you is called community building, which means to say, for example, if you are having a bigger purpose to your brand, which means you want to get people of the same mindset together, then community building would be more of your bucket. So you want people who think the same way. For example, if you sell environmentally conscious products, okay, or environmentally sustainable products, I think, yes, that's the better word. So maybe you want to start an Instagram page that is all about being environmentally conscious. Okay, so that would be a community building aspect because you are kind of building a community of people who think the same way, who want the same products, who want the same information, who can respect each other and discuss and share their thoughts and views together. So that's more of a community. I'm going to go over each of the buckets again. The first one is brand awareness. The second one is educate. The third one is nurture. And the fourth one is community building. Okay. Now at any given point for any social media platform, okay, you can pick two of them. So for example, if you want to go with brand awareness and nurture, then your content should only focus on brand awareness and nurturing that relationship. 
For example, you want to go for educate and nurture, then your content must be educational and also relationship building. Now, what happens if you kind of mix and match more than two? Your Instagram page or your social media platform starts to get very confusing to your audience. So I highly recommend taking only two of these buckets as your goal. And you can extend this to any platform, guys, even if you want to kind of, um, you know, figure out a goal for your website, pick two of these buckets. Okay, I'm going to reiterate the buckets again. This is super, super important. And this is actually probably one of uh, my most successful frameworks, if I have to be honest with you. I have taught this in my tribe. I've taught this to my one-on-one -on -one clients and they are absolutely in love with these four buckets. So the first one, brand awareness. Second one, educate. Third one, nurture. Fourth one, community building. And you can pick two at any given point for any platform, all right? So once you've figured out your goals, it becomes that much more easier for you to understand what kind of content you should be putting out and that comes to that actually brings me to step number three which is figuring out what type of content are you going to be putting out there so by now you would have figured out two buckets right either educate or nurture brand awareness or nurture or community building and educate whatever it is two buckets right so at this point you figured out your buckets and you've also kind of understood, all right, so this is the kind of content I have to put out. If you've picked out nurture, it would be more of relationship building, educate, then it's more educational. You'll be giving them more tips and tricks and all of those things. Brand awareness, then it would be more of fun things or whatever it is that can help you maximize your brand awareness, whether it's frequent giveaways, all of those things. Community building, then it's more of ensuring that they realize they're part of a bigger community, they're part of a bigger purpose, okay? So that's the kind of content that you have to put out. Not just that, you also have to figure out whether are you gonna be working on carousels? Are you gonna be showing up on your stories? Are you going to be posting reels? Are you going to go live maybe once a month? Are you gonna do IGTV? What is it that you are gonna be doing? So not just the type of content, but you also have to see the type of, I would say, Instagram feature you're going to be using as well. Okay. And that actually brings me to step number four, and that is figuring out your time commitments per week. So now that you've kind of figured out, okay, I want to do reels, I want to do carousels, and I want to show up on my stories, probably want to do a live. Now, the mistake that I see a lot of people doing is that they say, okay, I want to do all of this. And they kind of set a goal for themselves, but they don't really take into account the time commitments that they do have for that week. And that's how they are unable to be consistent with the stuff that they put out or with how much time they can dedicate to Instagram. So now that you've figured out what kind of content that you want to stick with, the next thing for you to do is to kind of figure out what are your time commitments per week. And not just that, figuring out how much of those content can you actually do in that particular time commitment that you have for the week. So it's actually the opposite, guys. You don't figure out your content and then kind of figure out how much time you'll need. You actually figure out the time that you need and then work backwards to the amount of content that you can fix. And guys, this is one of my secrets, to be honest with you. So if you're multitasking right now, stop what you're doing, give me all your attention and take a note of this because this is a game changer, guys. I promise you, the minute you start thinking of it this way, it will change the way you 
I don't know, show up on Instagram or any other platform or just show up for your business. So figure out the time commitments that you do have and then from that, work backwards and see how much time you'll need to create a reel, to create a carousel, to show up on your stories or to go live a month, okay? So once you've figured out your time commitments, by now you should have some sort of a structure ready for you that says, okay, I've got about two hours free per week that I can dedicate to Instagram. And in those two hours, half an hour is for engaging with other accounts and all of those things. So essentially, I've got one and a half hours to create content and to post it up there. In that one and a half hours, I can create two reels, I can create one carousel, and I can show up on my stories probably every alternate day. That just makes you a lot more consistent than if you were to just bring up numbers saying, I wanna do 10 reels per week, I wanna do 15 carousels. Uh, guys, no, that does, it doesn't work like that. Let me be very honest with you. You can have all of these aspiring goals and the minute you realize that you're unable to hit your goal for the week, it just demotivates you and you might just end up not being consistent or not do it at all, okay? So figure out your time commitments, work backwards, and believe me, guys, that is an absolute game changer, okay? So now that we've figured out our time commitments and we've also figured out the type of content and how much of that content are we going to be posting per week, the fifth one is to kind of decide on an overall aesthetic, okay? And the reason is that whether you like it or not, Instagram is a visual platform, right? Uh, it's mainly based on the pictures that you see or the videos that you see and everything is based on how it looks. Now, when I say aesthetic, I don't mean that it has to be a professionally shot aesthetic or it has to be picture perfect. No, what works right now in 2021, that is, is that people are looking for authenticity. People are looking for that absolute uniqueness and that rawness that comes with you, your personality, your personal brand, or even the brand for your business. All right. So whether it is figuring out, you know, whether you want to use your brand colors or whether you want to have a certain way of doing things, make sure that you are developing an overall aesthetic for your entire feed. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to stick to a particular color or stick to a particular way of doing things. All it means is that when someone sees your post, they should recognize it right off the bat without even, you know, looking at the name on top, without looking at your username. Can you put out posts that will make it so distinct and make people know that it is absolutely your brand, your company, your business that they're looking at, okay? So I would honestly say, keep it as raw and authentic as possible. It doesn't have to be picture perfect. If you've been waiting for the sign that says, oh my God, it has to be picture perfect before I post it. Well, honestly, let me tell you guys, it doesn't work like that. We are not in 2017 anymore, okay? People want that authenticity. People want to be able to relate to your brand. And if that means a little bit of jagged edges, then so be it, you know? That's just you, that's just your brand, that's just who you are. It's absolutely okay. On the flip side of it, if you are, you know, someone who prefers picture perfection and you are someone who wants everything to be absolutely perfect, then you do you, boo, honestly, okay? And that's probably the kind of audience that you will attract in as well. 
So it's all about who you want to be. If that is you being authentic, put yourself out there, okay? So that was number five for you. Number six is after you've decided all of this and you've maybe posted one or two of them, you can start tweaking your bio and your highlights and your stories because by this time, you would have interacted a little bit with your audience, okay? You would have at least at this point figured out, oh, okay, well, this is what they're looking for. This is what not what they're looking for. And you can slowly start making adjustments to your bio, your highlights, include what they want, um, start talking on your stories. You kind of can figure out what they're looking for, what they're not looking for, and all of those things. Now, I'm not, I'll, I, sorry, <laughs> uh, I was kind of fumbling through my words because I was really excited to say the next part. Um, <laughs> that happens, doesn't it? Okay, so yeah, what I was about to say was, I know that a lot of times I've read blog post that says oh my god the first thing that you have to do is fix your bio fix your highlights fix your stories all of those things i actually disagree with that for the sole reason is that a i actually went through it myself and it was completely different and i did not find maximum results that way so i decided to make that as point number six in my entire strategy because at that point by the time you come to point number six you actually have a fair idea of the content that you're putting out, of who you are, what your business is about, who your audience is, what they're expecting from you, and how you can show up. And the more you understand that, the easier it is for you to fix your bio, for you to kind of set expectations for what people can expect from your Instagram page, and also your highlights, your stories, and all of those things. So I do not recommend you working on your bio highlight stories when you first start out with your page. I recommend working on everything else up until there, all the five points that I told you, and then working on your bio. And honestly, guys, your bio, your highlights, your stories, all of these things are things that you have to keep revisiting probably every one or two months, okay? It's not something that you just work on today and then you leave it for the next 10 years and then you probably you know, forget about it. No, it doesn't work like that. You have to keep revisiting it because at every given stage of your growth or your business, there's going to be differences in the way you approach Instagram. And it's quite but natural. It is just the norm. It is the way it is supposed to be. And if you are not changing the way you approach Instagram, it means something's wrong and you're not growing. Okay. So that's something that you have to keep in mind. So if you keep tweaking it every probably one or two months or every quarter that's okay that's absolutely normal don't freak out okay so understand that that's not just one time thing you need to keep revisiting over time okay so once you understand that you'll realize why i've kept that as step number six and i didn't keep that as the first thing that you need to do okay there is an actual strategy in the way i'm posing this entire podcast episode in the way that i've structured the way you should go about your Instagram strategy because my job here is to make your job a lot more easier and a lot more simpler on Instagram, okay? It's to help you save time basically, right? And if you were to start with your bio, you're just gonna kind of take the long route because after you do all these steps, again, you would be revisiting your bio and stuff like that and then it just leads to more confusion and more time waste and that's not what we want, right? So yes. Uh, don't disregard this part of my podcast episode because I'm very clear that this needs to be step number six and not step number one, okay? 
And the last one is to keep analyzing. And this is something that you probably have to do every week, guys. And I know every day sounds a little intense, so that's why I said every week. But in the minimum, every week or every two weeks, keep looking at your stats. Keep trying to figure out your audience. Try to see the engagement rate of a specific post. Try to see the engagement rate of every single post that you do post. Not immediately, of course, because, well, you need to give people some time to see the post and to like it and stuff like that. But maybe you can take a look after two days or three days and make sure that you're consistent with that time gap that you're leaving because you can't look at a post after one day and then another post you look after three days. It just doesn't make sense, guys. And it's just not fair, right? I mean, it's not fair to post number one if you kind of see that he's only had 10 likes in one day, whereas post number three, you kind of checked him out after three days and he had like 25 likes. That's not fair to them, right? So you have to be consistent and you have to be fair in your analysis as well. So keep analyzing and keep tweaking your strategy. Like I said, guys, nothing is set in stone, okay? Honestly, the best part of it is that nothing is set in stone. So I know that a few of you might have been freaking out about implementing few things because you feel like, oh my God, once it's out there, it's forever. No, it's not, guys. <laughs> once it's out there, it means you can just tweak it as many times as you want, okay? Of course, don't tweak it so much like every single day you change everything. That's probably not the best way to go, but you know, give yourself some time to see the results. And if you don't think it's working, that's the whole point of marketing. If it's not working, you know it's not working, then you have a way to fix it. That's as simple as that, guys. So basically what I recommend is taking a look at your analytics, talk to your audience as much as possible, and then keep reading the comments, keep looking at the feedback. If you know that there's a particular kind of post that's working really well, then maybe you wanna create more of those posts, you know? Whatever it is, the best person to kind of figure out whether your strategy needs tweaking or not is you, okay? You need to keep asking yourself, is this right? Is this working out? Is this not working out? If it's not working out, what is something that I can change? And the second best person to ask whether they're happy or not is your audience themselves. You know, if, instead of speculating, you can always just ask them, are you happy with this kind of content? Would you like something else? Is this what you are looking for? All of this. And more times than not, guys, your audience will actually have the answer for you. Okay? So that brings me to the end of this podcast episode. If you guys really like this podcast episode and it really helped you, please do leave me a review because that really helps me with my ranking and it helps me help other business owners such as yourself. Also, guys, please subscribe to this podcast because I upload podcast episodes Monday to Friday at 7 a.m. EST. All right, so sometimes I don't really share them on Instagram so much or if you found me on other platforms. So it's just best if you subscribe so that you get notified every single time I post a new podcast episode. I usually talk about Instagram. I talk about marketing strategy. I also do give business tips. I also do talk about mindset as a business owner. So it's kind of like a one-stop shop, I guess, okay? And other than that, if you are looking for a one-on-one -on -one marketing strategy consultation, I have those available at the moment. That is one service that I am offering. That is in the description box below. There are three packages that I do offer. One is a one-month package, a two-month package, and a four-month package. 
All of those details are in the description box below. Also, I do offer Instagram audits at the moment. So please feel free to check that out as well. It's not just about, you know, what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong on Instagram. I also give you long-term strategies and I also give you a booklet where you can do your own audit in the long term. Like, you know, six months down the line, you want to reevaluate yourself. You can absolutely do that as well. So it's more about long-term strategies for your Instagram in your Instagram audit. Alrighty, guys, that brings me to the end of today's episode. I hope you guys are staying super, super safe. I'll catch you guys in my next podcast episode. Bye-bye.